So, we just are fresh off our fantasy DMB. We went back and forth ah, our fantasy league in NFL. I hate fantasy football. Well, I mean, I love it, but I hate it. That's strange coming from you, literally, when you were talking about, oh, I want to do this. Hey, you know, I had an emotional win last week. This is sometimes what happens. You take a bad loss now, to a song. Anyway. Yeah, shut up. The NBA season officially begins and it's time we go into the next of our two on twos last week we discussed the atlantic and the pacific of the eastern and western conference we talked the knicks the nets the suns golden state now we're going to shift to middle america today we're going to discuss the northwest and the central division for the east and the western conferences I want to thank Chris DeLarge for providing us with these two-on-twos, as he's done with the NFL two-a-days. And we're going to begin with the Central Division of the Eastern Conference. And we begin with the, the reigning and defending champions, the Milwaukee Bucks, who are in action as we speak right now against the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, beating them, beating them soundly, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, you know, up by 10, you know, it's still a close game. I wouldn't. Oh, my God. It's early. In the, it's only the first game of the season. It's the first game of the year. Oh, Kyrie, what are you doing, Kyrie? At the end of, at the start of the fourth quarter, it's 97.85 bucks. Wow. So, let's lead off our two-on-two with the first of three questions per team. First no. is the trio of no. Giannis, Kanon Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton. Oh, sorry. Kanon Middleton is the uh, pitcher in baseball. Oh, my goodness. What is wrong with you today? You should, you, you're you too happy off of this fantasy win you I got. think I am. I think I had a little too much to drink today. Yeah, you might have. Um, so, Chris Middleton. Yeah. Chris Middleton. Thank you. Thank you. Giannis and Drew Holiday. No, they're not the best three in the NBA. The Giannis three? is just the best player in the NBA. But Middleton and Holiday compliment him. Holiday, Holiday had a bad series. Yep. Middleton so. actually did good. I mean, Chris Middleton really uh, proved his worth in that NBA Finals. But and Giannis, you know, though. And you know what's even worse? The Bucks, by the way, for the rest of today's game are without Drew Holiday now. He suffered a right heel contusion, and he will not return. Oh, so he has a bruised heel. Well, that's that, that. That'd be pretty hard to play. Um, can we put? Wow, is Chris really asking this question, John? I just want you to ask it. I want you to see it and read it out loud because I don't think you'll believe it unless you actually read it. Can we right now put Coach Budenholzer, the top ten of NBA coaches, and if so, where? No. Guy that came no. from the Popovich tree. Now, if he would not, if he would have lost to the Brooklyn Nets, he was going to be fired. Exactly. Why are we asking if this person is a top 10 coach? This person just barely escaped the hot seat by this much. You know, it, it was like it's like he was about to be executed and the governor just called. That's I'm what amazed, that was. I'm amazed if 
if Chris could have had that much love for uh, for somebody like Budenholzer, where was that for uh, Nick Nurse when the Raptors won the NBA title uh, a couple of years ago? Where was that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think uh, Coach Budenholzer is going to be. Uh, I think he's going to be coaching the Bucks in the next three years. Well, let's He'll see be how out. far. Let's see how how far they. And go then who is the Bucks' biggest roadblock in the East? Well, right now I have no freaking idea. Well, I the 76ers said. have suspended Ben Simmons. Kyrie Irving won't get vaccinated. And the Nets, as you can see, are kind of a, a little bit weaker without Irving in there. You can kind of see the difference with no Irving, and it's just Harden and uh, Durant. Kind of who's the there? The, who's there? The Hawks? The Knicks? Do I dare say the Knicks? Well, then but, the Knicks could give them a challenge. They got younger, and they've gotten a, a, a stronger team coming now. That's, I think, getting better as we speak. And then, of course, Atlanta. Well, you know what Atlanta is. Yeah. Trey Young. Trey Young. It's all about Trey Young and the talent they have. With uh, you have Capella, you have Gallinari, you have veterans uh, that know veterans Herder. that know what they're doing. Yeah, you have a lot of good, solid shooting around them, and they make everybody else better. I know we're not really going to cover the other teams in this division much because all three are probably not even making the postseason. Well, we don't know that. Let's let's bring up the next one. Uh, maybe possibility the Pacers could have a little bit of a resurgence. Demontis Sabonis, one of the best young power forwards. So, Sabion, is it Sabion's or uh, Sabonis? Not Sabonis. You got it right. Is Sabonis one of the best young power forwards in the game? Is this uh? A former uh, Thunder, he played. He was briefly on the Thunder for a little while. No, 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 no. I was thinking, did he have? Did he not have a father who played in the NBA or an uncle? Not that I could recall. Is that because uh, th- there was a Sabonis that played in the nineties? No, that's why I was wondering. Is there a family relation there? Very possible, I but I don't. I don't, I don't see a. Uh, I don't see a family. Uh, a family thing on this one, but. Again, one of the very, one of the very few Lithuanian players that have made it in the NBA. Not many have made it. One wow. of the great ones before him was Adrunas Ilgauskas. Oh uh, yeah, you know what? You just mentioned. You just asked, and you know what? His father was Arvidas Sabonis. Yes, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, yeah he did. He did play in the NBA for the Blazers. Arvidas Sabonis was one of the was one of the best defensive centers in. In in his era, uh, he wasn't that much of a scorer. However, he played solid, solid defense, rejections. If you got it to him down low, generally he'd put it in. But, you know, 3,000, he, he, he had 3,436 rebounds in his NBA career. Yeah. Averaging 7.3 rebounds a game. He scored about 12 points a game. He only averaged, only scored about 5,600 points. But that's not bad. And then he had 964 assists. Okay. No, he's had, he has quite a lot of recognition. He was, was a, his defense. It was his defense that really uh, got him recognition. Did a lot of things, yeah. He was a FIBA Club World Cup champion. He won the European League in 1995. He was a three-time champion of the USSR League. So he was very well respected internationally, playing all throughout Lithuania, all throughout Russia, all throughout the Euro Leagues. And then finally, making it in the NBA. So this is a second-generation NBA player who they has called a him one big of the best, yeah. shadow. They did call him one of the best big man passers as well as a center. Bill Walton once called him a seven-foot-three-inch Larry Bird, due to his unique court vision, shooting range, rugged in-game mentality. 
and versatility. That's crazy. That is quite a comparison. So his son is now in his father's footsteps now trying to be as successful as his father is. And I think, is he going to be the best power forward? I don't know about one that. of the best. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's such a subjective thing. We don't know what the kid's going to be yet. However, here's somebody that we know who they are. Mm. Will Terrace Levert be key if Indiana makes the playoffs or the play in tour? Are, yes. are we kidding me? Yes. Terrace Levert Terrace is their whole team. Terrace Levert. And it's really sad that he had the Nets need the Nets need Terrace Levert. Let's oh my God. Now, the that, Nets you, need now that you don't have Kyrie. Yeah, you need Karras more than you ever would have imagined. You need Karras. Oh no, but you had to get James Harden, right? Harden had, had to be to a part Karras of the team. Levert to get him, and you had to trade Karras Levert away to get him. Oh my God! Yep. They did it again. They did it again, John. They did it again. They did. They 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 torpedoed their future yep. to get a big three in here after they literally built a roster. They did what everybody expected the Knicks to do, which was, oh, I know. Well, let's get this guy and that guy and let's trade for this one. And then let's give up all of our draft picks to get this guy who's at the edge of his career. And oh, by the way, two out of the three of them are malcontents. So, yeah, no wonder. And then Joe Harris just literally dropped off Earth. So the team is just in their trouble. You're going to need Karis Silver for the Pacers. Then finally. Rick Carlisle now being an Indy. Is that the biggest coaching move in the NBA? Yes. Shocking he left the Mavericks the way he did and decided to join Indy. You know, Mavericks. He must see something in that roster. He must see something in Savonis. He must see. And then Levert. I mean, not that the Mavericks job wasn't attractive. It had, uh, you, you were, you were literally, uh, coaching guys like Luca, right? Like Luka Doncic and uh, well, that breakup between uh, Porzingis and Doncic that's just terrible. Maybe Carlisle figures he wants to go to a uh, more stable environment. Right now, the Pacers look like they're they're building something. They look like they're building a young team that is scrappy, that can go for rebounds. You know, they'll be a sixth seed. They'll be in that play-in range at least. Definitely. And then Chicago, which mm. should make the postseason as well. With now that you Good. got Ball, you got DeRozan. Well, Lonzo Ball is going to add some things, 100%. Lonzo Ball is going to be very important. Will he Will he be? Lonzo next? Ball passing to DeMar DeRozan in places where DeMar DeRozan could be open and get his shot, that's dangerous. Mm. But will Zach Levine be able to? Utilize his scoring. Vucevic, can he? Can these guys all play as a cohesive unit? I think that's all up to Lonzo Ball because um, the one thing you could say about the Ball brothers, as much as their father is a boisterous, loud, crazy person, all three of them have made it in the NBA. And all three of them are selfish players. They are the least selfish guys on the floor. So Lonzo isn't going to look to score here. So I, I don't think you have to worry about Lonzo Ball getting his points. I don't think he's looking to do that here. I think all he's looking to do is distribute, 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 distribute. Maybe he'll get like uh, a couple of three-pointers and a few shots in like 15, 12 to 15 points a game, but expect like 12 to 15 assists out of Ball per game. Which goes, which goes to the next question. Will Ball ever live up to being the second pick in the draft that he was, in this case, Lonzo? couple of years back will he live up to that i think Lamelo's better than him 
Well, and you his saw little brother is better. What Lamelo did with the Hornets. You saw Lamelo Ball is the best of the three. Lonzo ain't bad though, and Leangelo. We would you be a top two pick? No. However, he, he would have been a top five pick in that draft anyway. So even if you took him fifth or sixth or seventh, like a lot of people thought that you should have taken him, you know, two's not that much up, and the Lakers needed a point guard at that point, right? Final question with the Bulls. How close are they to being a factor in the East? They are a factor now. Let's see. They how have they one of the most experienced. The they have one of the most experienced rosters in the East. They're a factor right now, and they're going to be a new team emerging on the scene. And uh, teams like the Hawks and the Knicks might not finish so high in the standings this year with teams like the Bulls running around and with the Pacers getting better. Let's move on to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, no. And, and the, the Cavs are... Sexton and Garland. Well, Sexton yeah. sold on. Garland. Uh, oh, the Knicks, were trying to a... get, the Knicks were trying to get Colin Sexton at one point. They were trying I to know, get... but welcome to the draft lottery. I mean, welcome to... Cleveland's probably not going to win 30 games. They're not going to win more than 30 games this year. No. So, they're, again, they're in a rebuild, and it's going to continue. Will Kevin Love be traded by the deadline? Probably will. Probably will. Maybe LeBron will make a – maybe LeBron will try to reach out, get him on the on the Lakers perhaps. That actually would work. Depending where the Lakers – reunion between be. Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Love be there, yeah. What happened? The Pistons. Will Cade Cunningham be the rookie of the year? Yes, I know he was selected as the first draft pick. I, I get it. But he has to live up to being that first pick. We we won't know who he is until the NBA season for the Pistons begins. And can he turn again? They're not going to. The Pistons aren't expected to do much of anything this year. Do the Pistons regret firing Joe Dumar as a general manager? We don't know that yet. Pistons are rebuilding. Pistons yeah, is- we're not going to know the answers to those questions for about three or four years. So let's not talk about that. Chris is picking what? Bucks, Bucks. Bucks division to lose. Bucks are going to win this division. Agreed. Um, the Bulls? Pacers could be a problem. I mean, the Pacers Bulls. could make things Bulls interesting. Bulls are more of a problem than the Pacers. Yeah. He said, How, well, the Chris Pacers said the are really dependent the on the verse health. The Pacers are really, truly 110% dependent on Terrace LeVert's health. So if he comes back weaker, off, off or injured or something, then... The Pacers are going nowhere. The Bulls literally retooled their arsenal mm. with a bunch of new players. Like Let's see how getting Bulls- Lonzo Ball is a coup for them because Let's- Ball and Levine and all those guys—they're uh, all going to eat. Trust Let's me, they're the all Bulls- going to cook. Let's see how the Bulls get all those pieces to work together. Then we'll talk about it. But this Let's is the to- Bucks division. That's correct. I think it's—I still think it's the Bucks championship to win. Next, okay. oh. let's go to the Northwest Conference now. The West. The Utah Jazz lead things off. Donovan Mitchell, is he an, a legit yes. MVP candidate? Yes, he is. He showed it to you in the playoffs. You just wish Donovan Mitchell had more people around him that could score besides maybe Clarkson. I know the Jazz had a had one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA last year. And even that was not enough. The Clippers had a, the Clippers were better behind. The Clippers were better from three. Mm. They were better from three. Well, the Jazz always were what the regular season numbers said about them, but not in the in the playoffs where it really counts. 
Yep. And that's the thing. Yeah, they're a paper tiger right now until they prove so they're different. not a true contender to you. They're not a true uh, contender in the West until they prove different. I mean, because think about it. They won all the regular season. They won out. And then when they had to do it with everything on the line, mm. the stars got it done. And when you have stars, they they're stars because they do it in the postseason. Is Quinn There's Snyder, no such thing as a regular season super player that goes into the playoffs and doesn't do anything that ends up in the Hall of Fame or ends up with any respect in the NBA. The postseason is where you earn respect. And while Donovan Mitchell earned respect in the postseason, the yes, rest of the Jazz, no. the rest of the Jazz, is, no. And is Quinn, Quinn Sander is part Quinn of Snyder. Quinn Snyder. Is Quinn Snyder the 2.0 version of the late great Hall of Famer Jerry Sloan? No, Quinn Snyder is partly to blame for this. Even though he had a great crew, you know, Jazz won. Jazz were one of the top teams in the West. They they, they came into the into the playoffs guns a blazing. And then they went out like a light at the hands of the Clippers. At the hands of a Clippers team that had no Kawhi Leonard, that was pretty much Paul George's team. Terrence Mann was huge. Terrence Mann was the biggest reason why they won that series. Let me just say something. The Jazz might win this division, but it doesn't really matter until they do something in the postseason. The Jazz have moved into that echelon of team where I don't care what you do in the regular season anymore. Last year's regular season was great. Now you got to advance in the postseason. I don't care where you do it from. I don't care what seed you get in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because now the Jazz just have to prove it in the postseason. Next, Let's another go to the team that has to prove it in the postseason. The Nuggets is Nikola Jokic the best all-around center in the NBA? Yes. Yes. I think there's no. He looks no like Akeem Olajuwon. He looks like Akeem Olajuwon when he plays. He does so much. He's so important to that Nuggets team. And that brings us to the next piece. When healthy is. Jamal Murray, a top 10 two guard in the league. Yes. And you saw how bad it hurt. Yeah. But it's not having Murray. You saw how well, bad they looked without Murray in the lineup. Yeah. All you had to do was look at last season. All you had to do was look at the postseason to get that question answered for you. The number three. Uh, Aaron Gordon and Jokic. Are they the best four or five duo in the West? Uh, I mean, Aaron. You know. Gordon's a very, very capable Aaron Gordon's a very capable star and Drummond and Davis though. Mm, Like I'm not, I'm not so sure that, you know, the Lakers four and five aren't as good or better. Well, you'd only have, we'd have to see that when they, how they do this year. And if, when they face off against one another, I think we'll definitely figure that out when those two face each other. And the next, the Blazers, Mm. here's a team that, Actually, they do need to prove it in the regular season. Oh, I think now. the Blazers have to 100% prove it. You have all these stars, Damon Lillard being the me of that lineup with CJ McCollum, with Yusuf Nurkic. Heck, you have Carmelo playing there with you. No, they lost. They, lost they, they had Carmelo last year, but lost him, and that's going to be a very big uh, – Yeah, that is a big loss for them. Loss. So, is Lillard the best closer in the NBA? I don't know. We've seen him not take really shots. You put the ball in Lillard's hands, he will get that basket for you when you need him to. We've yeah, him. but his best closer in the NBA right now is Stephen Curry. Sorry, it's him. 
And especially when Clay Thompson's back on the floor, those two are the best closers in the NBA. Lillard has to do it in the postseason. Yes. And do you know what? It's good. It's great to be a good closer, but if uh, the people around you ain't getting you there. And oh, well. Will the trio of Lillard, CJ McCollum, and Nurkic ever win a title in Portland? I think Lillard's gone after this year, so no. And finally, do you see, honestly, do you see a path forward for the Blazers? They play in such a competitive West. That's the thing. If they were in the East, maybe I'd give them a good shot. But if they were in the East, they'd be at like a friggin' two seed. Yeah. The problem is you play in a very talented and competitive West. You have Golden State there. You have the Lakers. You have the Clippers, the Suns. It's just healthy with a glut of talent down there. And the Blazers are kind of, if they're going to get in, they, they have to get in below a five seed just to have a chance. Sad. Yep. By the way, as in the Nuggets in your conference, here is life. my sleeper team to make the postseason mm-hmm. the Timberwolves. Let's talk about that. I think Towns, Russell, and Edwards. If though, I think if those three, uh, manage to figure it out and get it together. Not only do you have something, you have something that could finish seventh or eighth seed. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, or nine or 10, they could make the play in tournament. I think they will. I think the wolves will make the play in tournament. So D'Angelo Russell, who I think is a, mind you, a great addition for them. Obviously you already have Carl Anthony towns. And then of course, now you add the, literally the rookie of the year last year in Anthony Edwards to this young staff. I mean, is the potential there? Yes. But Anthony Edwards is still a very young kid. I look, he had a great D'Angelo Russell's great a star. D'Angelo Russell's a star. Anthony Edwards. I'm curious to see if he can take that next step. What we saw this past year was a very good, maybe a good, flash of what you want to say a good flash no no no. that was consistent i mean he showed consistency that's who he is i I think that's who he is he can only get better from where he's at for a kid so years old that's incredible so the one that really needs to honestly step it up is carl anthony towns he's had a lot of uh he's had a lot of pain he's had to go through over the past couple of years and i i hope it fuels him he now has some talent with him. So Carl Anthony doesn't have to do everything by himself. So how close are the wolves? Up. How close are the wolves to being a factor at West? They are right now. If they can make the play, I think, in we'll see a which I think they will. I think we're going to see them. I think we're going to definitely see them compete this year. No I think doubt. they're going to play spoiler to a lot of teams this year. I think a lot of teams are going to go to the, go to Minnesota. think they're going to run over the wolves mm. and get caught and get caught badly. Which is why I don't think this is quite their year to be a playoff team yet. No, 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 no. A playoff team. Maybe not a playoff team, but definitely the play-in tournament. Okay. I think they they could be there. I think they could be there. And actually, if all three go off the way they should, they could be a six seed. Not impossible. They they got a lot of talent. Their bench is pretty deep, too. Well, we're going to have to find out. That's what we're going to patiently await to see what happens. Now let's go to the final team. Well, it's a team that is not expected to make a lot of noise. The OKC Thunder. Is Sean, is Shai Gilgius Alexander the right player to lead the Thunder? 
Who knows? 23 years old. He's a young Who kid. Knows? 23. He had some – he showed you some flashes of the player he could be. So with the Clippers, definitely had some playoff experience there. So he knows a thing or two. No. Seen it. No. He needs people around him. We don't know what he is yet. Over and under 35 games will the Thunder under. Well, Thunder, not. I'm not expecting the Thunder to compete this year. They don't have enough talent there. They've completely blown up. I don't think they get more than 35 wins, do you? I'd say they get maybe, I'd say maybe twenty five is what is as far as they go for me. About below that, that's. Actually, I don't think they're going to be that good. Okay. That would be one of the worst seasons ever in NBA history. Twenty five win teams, season. We've seen teams have worse. The Knicks had worse than that. We've seen we it. We don't talk. We don't talk about the. We don't talk about these times here anymore. We do the Thunder ever? Do the Thunder ever regret trading Westbrook and Harden and not resigning Kevin Durant? From really? the time in which the Thunder were one of the most dominant teams in the league. Really? Is this a does this even have to be asked? Does this even have to be asked? Why should really it is this the last question of this? Two why should it on two? why should it not? Why should it not be asked? Because it's the most ridiculous question in the history of questions. That's like saying that's like saying to somebody, hey, um, you, you know, jumping in that puddle there, when you jumped in that puddle and the water went up your legs, did you get wet? Well, yeah. Yes, they regret all of it. Are you kidding me? They regret all of it. And the first thing that they regretted more than anything was trading James Harden away from Westbrook and Durant. They thought that would improve the team. They were dead wrong James Harden in an OKC uniform without much fanfare was lighting people up he alone sort of how Trey Young sort of how Trey Young did it in the playoffs this year similar idea he made the Thunder fun to watch he made the Thunder must-see TV back in the day that's how good they were yeah you had Durant when you had Westbrook when you had Harden it was it was magic. Yep. Three teams and those three played together. So let's get this uh, division winner because yep. I'll tell you, this is a hard one to call. Yeah. I don't automatically give it to the Jazz right now. I honestly think the Nuggets were a better team than the Jazz. Chris believes the Jazz win the Northwest. Chris believes the Jazz take the Northwest. I'm not sure. I think the Nuggets here. might take that. I they think could. that might be the Nuggets division. We talked about don't if Jamal it. Murray can stay healthy, that's the did, key. We did bring up, you know, Timberwolves don't don't sleep on them, and Portland maybe the Blazers do something. Here's the thing: uh, if their trio finally starts to do what they're supposed to do, look, I think three teams or even four. I say the Nuggets teams. take the Northwest. I say this is the Nuggets division. 100%. They have the most talent. They have more talent than the Jazz do. Now the key is, can they all stay healthy? Can Jamal Murray yeah. avoid injury? Yeah, if Jamal Murray can avoid injury, I think I think the Nuggets take this division. Pretty sure the Jazz will be a top three seed, but, you know. Well, and here's the other out. thing. Minnesota's definitely going to make that play in tournament. Watch. I want everybody to look at the Timberwolves. 
And good for Minnesota because, quite honestly, their basketball team has been terrible for a long time. And now you're actually going to be able to go to that arena and have something to watch outside of the opposing teams. And possibly be very excited about it as well. Yeah. When was the last time you heard the words excitement and Minnesota in the same sentence? Definitely. Concerning basketball. Oh, for a long time. Let's see what the Timberwolves are going to be all about. We'll find out soon. But for now, that's going to end our two-on-two edition. I want to thank Chris DeLarge for sending us the two-on-two for this special DMB special. We, you can listen to Downtown Sports on 15 different platforms. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, Podbay, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict Verbal, and Castro.fm. Rants, episodes, digital market, battle specials every Tuesday and Wednesday. We are downtown sports, and we are where sports come home. Just to recap Chris's picks, the Western Conference Northwest, the Jazz, Eastern Conference Southeast. Actually, no, we didn't do that one. We did. Central. Central. The Central. Yes, I'm going to keep this in there because everybody should know that I made this mistake. The Central will be the Bucks, according to Chris. According to me, Bucks and Nuggets. Mm. According to Beast. I agree. Bucks Bucks and Nuggets. We'll see who's right. We'll see who's wrong at the end of the year. But for Chris... For Tony, for Beast, it's Mouth. We out. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.